1: Good morning, dear listeners. You're listening to Radio 3CR on 855 AM and Palestine remembered with Youssef Ahmed Rimawi, Nasser Mashni, and Robert Martin. I would like to welcome our listeners on the AM dial and those who will join us later on 3CR.org.au forward slash podcasts. Um, I am presenting this episode by myself Uh, Nasser and Robert will join us uh, next week I will be speaking uh, today with Layla Oude from Jerusalem and Ahmed Najib from Cairo So stay with us and enjoy the episode I'm joined via Skype with Leila Haude, the correspondent of France twenty four from Jerusalem. Leila, thanks for being with us on such a short notice. Thank you. Um, Layla, you you are in Jerusalem and you are covering uh, the popular uprising or the protests after less than 24 hours of Trump's declaration of uh, recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Could you please describe what's happening today in Jerusalem?
2: Yeah, we can say that uh, it's the first uh, morning of the uh, third new uprising in uh, Palestine. Uh, this is because uh, of our following the uh, uh, situation on the ground. Uh, we can uh, say as journalists, uh, as a journalist, uh, uh, covered the, the second intifada in 2000 uh, and uh, the uh, October, last October uh, uh, protest in, uh, in Jerusalem uh, that we are really uh, now on the first morning of the third intifada which will take place slowly, slowly, but it will be uh, uh, being more and more uh, uh, tough uh, uh, for the Israelis and more uh, gathering people with the Palestinians. Uh, we'll start with Jerusalem. Uh, since the morning, uh, Palestinians in Jerusalem gathered uh, in front of uh, uh, Damascus Gate, uh, which is one of the most uh, important gates uh, entering to the old city of Jerusalem, uh, and uh, they protested. uh, Of course, as we know, that uh, Donald Trump's uh, decision to announce or to recognize East Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, Uh, the Israeli police uh, and the soldiers uh, uh, attacked them and forced them to leave uh, Damascus Gate. They went toward the uh, American embassy in Sheikh Jarrah in East Jerusalem, and they went back now. To uh, the, uh, in front of uh, Damascus Gate uh, in the West Bank, uh, the scene is uh, more uh, serious, let's say, uh, uh, because of uh, the. Uh, uh, the uh, Palestinians went to uh, the checkpoints uh, uh, in Bethlehem. Now we have at this moment uh, very uh, uh, serious clashes between Palestinians and Israeli soldiers. Uh, one or two Palestinians were uh, uh, injured and uh, of course uh, there was a use for the rubber bullet and tear gas from the Israeli soldiers against the Palestinian uh, protesters. In Ramallah it's the same. uh, uh, There is a lot of clashes. Thousands of Palestinians uh, left uh, their houses and uh, joined uh, the the, uh, students of school. We know today was announced a strike day for general strike day for uh, 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 all the Palestinian cities. uh, And of course, this will help to, to have more and more Uh, 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 Palestinians joining these uh, protesters. Of course, in uh, Hebron, the same. Nablus has the same uh, uh, clashes. Uh, We can say, as I I started, it's really that the situation is uh, getting more and more serious. And I think that we are talking about first, Palestinians put their first step to a new third
1: intifada. Now, uh, Layla, Um, if if there will be a third intifada, uh, we we see the build-up or or the warming-up of a third intifada, as you have described. If there will be a third intifada, would it be similar to the second intifada in terms of militant, or would it be similar to the first intifada, or something different that we have not seen yet?
2: It will be mixed between both of them, first intifada in uh, 87 and sixth intifada in uh, 2000, which means now uh, it's taking place uh, like the same scene in 87, uh, uh, stones, uh, rubber bullets, gas, uh, tear gas. uh, Maybe uh, today or tomorrow uh, uh, we don't want that. Of course, we will hear about one. Palestinian will be killed, or two, three, uh, because of the life bullet from the Israeli soldiers. This is the first uh, scene of the uh, uh, 87 Intifada, which was the Stone Intifada. 2000, it will be slowly, slowly. When it started with stones, then it took place with military uh, 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 action between Palestinians and Israelis. But I think in this Intifada, we will have something new. I don't know what is it exactly. but. I think the, uh, uh, the situation, not only in the Palestinian territories, in the whole Arab world, we know that uh, uh, now Hezbollah is taking place not only in Syria, it's taking place also in Palestinian territories. Uh, Iran is supporting the uh, Hezbollah. Uh, now you can say that not only the Palestinians, they will start the Third Intifada, but I think uh, a new thing will happen, a new action will take place in this Third Intifada. Exactly I can not say. What is it? But I think uh, uh, Netanyahu and Donald Trump will pay a very high price for this declaration or for. Uh, recognition of uh, Israel as a capital of uh, Jerusalem uh, of uh, Israel so I think from uh, that what was uh, uh, said from by the media American media or uh, by Israeli media yesterday one of the main Israeli reporters said that uh, Donald Trump won't say that uh, uh, and until he will have uh, something uh, or he will be feel uh, very comfortable by the, the Arabis, Arabic side. So I think this thing will, will change, will be changed. This intifada will take something new. I don't know what it is, but I think it will be very serious it will force Netanyahu and Donald Trump to pay a very high price.
1: Now, I want uh, to ask you um, a two-part question uh, about uh, the Palestinian political parties. Uh, first, what do you think their involvement, and I mean the uh, national and Islamist groups, I would say Fatah and al-Jabha uh, and also Hamas, how do you see their involvement or leadership in the Third Intifada if it happens? And the second part of the question, uh, how would that refl- reflect... In the near future, on the reconciliation talks between Fatah and Hamas.
2: Yeah, and I think all the Palestinian factions are in a crisis because they failed in having the uh, succeed in the unity issue or uh, to have uh, to bring something uh, uh, good for the Palestinians according to the right reconciliation. But I no, think it's, it's happening. The, they it's made some right. progress.
1: They made some progress in reconciliation, maybe the best progress in 11 years these days.
2: Yes, but they didn't have an end for that. Yes. They didn't uh, bring this uh, uh, unity to uh, the Palestinian uh, people in uh, West Bank or in Gaza. And nothing changed until now where a checkpoint is closed, uh, uh, areas is closed. Uh, uh, the the situation didn't change as the Palestinians in Gaza want. So until now, we can't say that they succeeded. They, they, they maybe have 50 uh, percent of uh, the success that uh, they achieved. Achieve, but uh, not the success that the Palestinians in Gaza want. You know that uh, every day we have uh, children, we have women, we have people uh, died in Gaza because of this crisis, because of this closure made by the Israelis and the Egyptians. So we can't say about the, uh, the full succeed. So crisis still uh, uh, in the, on the ground uh, in uh, in Gaza, for mm-hmm. example, because yeah. of that. Uh, maybe this is first uh, chance for the Palestinian factions to uh, rebuild the the trust between them and the Palestinian people in uh, Gaza and West Bank and Jerusalem by supporting maybe this intifada or supporting this protest uh, against this decision. And of course, I think I expect, that fatih will involve in this uh, uh, intifada or uprising because fatih needs that. Also, Abu Mazen is in crisis because he has uh, or a b- very big uh, uh, Arabic pressure make, made on Abu Mazen by Saudi Arabia, by the United States. I think this pressure will reflect the uh, uh, sharing of uh, fatih for this uprising. This. I think it's a an a, a, a very good uh, movement for fatah to be part of this uh, Palestinian uh, uprising also for Hamas Hamas now maybe Ismail Haniyeh yesterday said that let's uh, uh, this Friday tomorrow be uh, the uh, new the day of a new intifada I think Hamas will go for that slowly slowly because we know Hamas is uh, starting uh, the talks between uh, and Hamas with, uh, of course, uh, direct sharing or uh, supporting of Egypt. So they can't uh, fire the situation uh, directly because of that. I think uh, Hamas will go forward or slowly, slowly for this new intifada or uprising in Gaza and it will support this uprising. In uh, West Bank. Uh, for, for the second uh, part, it was about. Sorry, can you remind me? Uh, how,
1: how would a third intifada uh, reflect? In, you might have answered that within the first part. I mean, how would it affect the reconciliation talks between Fatah and Hamas? Positively I mean, I or negatively?
2: If if they uh, if they will be supporting this uprising, as I started talking, there will be rebuilding of trust between them and the Palestinian people in street. This will help to have this unity uh, government. I think Abu Mazen will go now more and more, take more steps forward toward this reconciliation or uh, to uh, go forward until having the. A unity government with Hamas, because uh, Abu Mazen now is uh, may, maybe more uh, uh, confident that uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, the, some Gulf countries like United Arab Emirates uh, and Bahrain, also supported by United States and and uh, uh, Egypt, they uh, maybe are ready to take him out of this game or in the region or uh, the game of uh, the coming game of the peace process because of that he feels that or who he knows that and uh, the main thing is for Amazon to have something strong between his hands which is which will be the uh, Palestinian people, the Palestinians in the street, the Palestinians in the West Bank and Jerusalem and Gaza. because of that he now needs Hamas not only for the uh, un- unity uh, government, but for uh, saving the uh, the, uh, the situation in Ramallah, and uh, for saving himself, uh, because I think this pressure will get more and more in the coming few days. Because now uh, the recognition of uh, uh, American recognition of Israel as a capital of uh, 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 Jerusalem, capital of Israel, I think. Will make the uh, new step. Will take a, a new step toward uh, a new American-Israeli-Saudi-Arabia-based peace agreement that we're we'll talking about. I think uh, Abu Mazen understood that, and he will uh, take more steps. I, I expect in the coming few days uh, toward this unity government uh, because uh, it's uh, a, a way of saving uh, himself before saving Hamas
1: or saving the other factions in the, the Now, um, <laughs> Leila you work for um, a French uh, news outlet and can you please tell us about the importance of let's say the international wide rejection of Trump's move including France we've seen the French president today rejecting uh, this move and saying that, the, that Jerusalem uh, will be a shared capital not a, a capital of Israel so my question is um, how important is the international re- rejection and where do you see that in terms of a momentum to take it towards, let's say, recognizing a Palestinian state in response to rejecting Trump's move?
2: This is very important. Europe is important, but of course we know uh, uh, that the, the recognition uh, was not only a slab for Palestinians, it was a slab uh, for the Europeans. Uh, I, I think because of that, the message uh, Uh, the French uh, uh, President uh, Emmanuel Macron uh, got that and understood that. Also Germany, they understood that uh, now when they are in front of uh, a a new American uh, leader, uh, he uh, do his steps without any, uh, uh, without any caring of uh, any uh, reactions. Because of that, Europe now knows that uh, this uh, movement uh, will affect not only the Palestinian peace process, which now we can say it's uh, it's dead, because uh, Donald Trump and Netanyahu uh, gave it the the last shot on the head. And now the uh, the French objection for this, not only because of uh, uh, the uh, international law or because it's against this international law because of Jerusalem part of the uh, permanent uh, negotiations uh, and should take place uh, in these negotiations because Europe knew that now uh, United States and uh, Israel with uh, Saudi Arabia have uh, a, a closed group uh, making the decisions, very important decisions, according to the region. And what's coming is not clear for Europe because of that this decision will wake up uh, European countries and will make them uh, maybe take more and more serious steps uh, against uh, the coming, next coming steps according the uh, coming peace process, for example. Uh, no one knows, even the Palestinians, they don't know what uh, this new process uh, agreement will include. Uh, now Jerusalem is out of this agreement because it is Announced by the Americans, uh, it's uh, the capital of uh, Israel. Uh, the borders now we don't know. And the, uh, Donald Trump didn't talk about that. And before of that, uh, the Israelis uh, said that uh, they are not ready to uh, to give the sixty-seven borders for the Palestinians or to state solution. Nothing is clear because of that. You, the European countries. Will, uh, i expect more and more involvement uh, they will be involved more and more in the coming few uh, maybe days or weeks uh, because they will lose uh, the 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 file of the uh, if you want the file of the uh, uh, middle east uh, because the united states and israel and saudi arabia make as i said before a cost group and they take decisions without uh, without any uh, any uh, arrangement with the Europeans
1: now last question I know (laughs) you have to go in in, in, uh, a few minutes Uh, last question is about uh, what can we do in Australia to support the people of Jerusalem and when I say we I mean the Palestinians in Australia and the Australians who support the Palestinian cause
2: yeah, and I think uh, protesting in front of the American embassies in the whole world, uh, not only having the Australians, for example, or the French or the uh, uh, germans in front of the American embassies will send a very strong message. Uh, having these movements uh, uh, sending, of course, Australia can do a lot, uh, the European countries can do a lot. Uh, giving these strong messages uh, that uh, we will not leave uh, this uh, area in front of the American embassy until this decision will be uh, uh, taken out. I think this will help because this will give also the support for the Palestinians in the Palestinian territories. Now they are starting a new uh, uprise, a new intifada. It's not good for them to feel that they are alone. This thing will give them the support, uh, uh, long term of uh, facing this uh, bes- decision uh, in the uh, street. We, re- we, we remember in October the Palestinians themselves uh, forced Netanyahu to take the uh, the gates in front of and the cameras in front of the Aqsa Mosque. They protested since the morning until the uh, late uh, night, I think this helps, and they forced Netanyahu to do that, but now it's something else. I think uh, it's not good to leave the Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza and Jerusalem pay the price only by themselves. I think this is an Arabic, Islamic, and international issue uh, according to Jerusalem. We have the Church of Nativity in, uh, sorry, we have uh, churches in uh, Jerusalem. Uh, uh, at the same time, we have Al-Aqsa Mosque. Uh, it's a Christian and Islamic issue, not only a Palestinian uh, Islamic issue.
1: Leila Aoude, uh, correspondent of France 24. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you. I'm joined via Skype with Mr. Ahmed Najib, a political analyst and news commentator from Cairo, Egypt. Ahmed, thank you, thank you very much for being with us on such a short notice. It's
0: quite a pleasure.
1: Ahmed, um, I'm ringing you uh, in a time that the Palestinian, the Arab, the Muslim, the international war, uh, community is uh, shocked by the declaration of, Trump's, uh, of, of Trump yesterday of declaring well, uh, Jerusalem as a capital of Israel. Tell me how, the, how yourself and the Egyptians are responding to that.
0: Uh, you have to understand that uh, although it's not entirely a shock because we've, we've been seeing uh, pr- uh, U.S. presidents consecutively uh, declaring that they will move the embassy but they've not done anything about it. This is the first president who seems to be reckless enough to, do, to take such a decision. Uh, the Arab uh, sentiments on the popular level or people's level is, uh, is quite a furious one. Egyptians are very frustrated. Uh, and are very uh, upset uh, and uh, outraged. However, having said that, um, we feel that we are oppressed by our governments to manifest our anger and and outrage uh, either on the streets of Cairo or uh, having uh, to escalate even further by uh, withdrawing uh, diplomatic uh, representations from the state of Israel.
1: Now, uh, Ahmed, um, uh, Egypt was the first Arab country to reach uh, an agreement with uh, Israel in Camp David. However, the Egyptian uh, civil society, the elite, the writers, and the popular, uh, basically all Egyptians, most Egyptians, rejected uh, normalization with Israel. Now, uh, in the last few months, and maybe a couple of, let's say, I would say a year or so, we started hearing... Uh, deviant voices from within some Arab countries calling for accepting Israel as a neighbor so um, are we still can we still say that Egyptians reject normalization with Israel
0: you, you would still have a class that is very close to the decision makers in the country and specifically within the media that are supportive of the narrative that the government propagates the people are not happy, of course, but little can the populations do. As you can see in many of the Arab Spring countries, many of those Arab uh, Springs turned into winters with uh, civil wars, and one of the drivers of those Arab Springs, not just uh, it wasn't just the local oppression, but the fact that the Arab-Israeli conflict had reached a point where Arab representatives or uh, representatives of the Arab people are starting to become more Zionist than uh, Zionists themselves.
1: I know that BDS movement has had a few uh, meetings with Egyptian local activists to see how they can implement uh, the boycott uh, from inside. Tell me about that.
0: Well, the BDS movement globally and also specifically in Egypt has had some success uh, considerable and significant successes in uh, impacting the Israeli economy ne- uh, in a negative way. Uh, the total uh, interventions of the BDS movement had cost the Israeli government close to a 1 billion U.S. dollars of losses. Never has the state of Israel incurred so many losses with such social movement other than intifada the first and the second and the fathers hmm. but it's the thing is that it also lost its a lot of its prestige and support from the west uh, on the on the ground and on the grassroots level uh, you'll see that uh, millions of people uh, in the UK have gone out in protests uh, in uh, in in several on several occasions, uh, and in Euro- other European countries and Scandinavian countries you'll see that there's a growing amount of Resist, global resistance against the practices of the uh, uh, state of Israel.
1: Um, now uh, back to Jerusalem, Ahmed. I know you might be uh, in the middle of uh, meetings and other things, but I want to go back to Jerusalem uh, as 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 an Egyptian, as an activist, as a person who was in Tahrir Square when the Egyptian revolution erupted in January two thousand and eleven. Um, Tell me about what can be done, what you can see uh, possible uh, in Cairo and in other Arab cities to be achieved in support and solidarity with Jerusalem.
0: Well, when you see um, all those national soccer teams winning uh, their qualifiers to the World Cup and you see the millions going on the streets to celebration, it kind of, uh, shocks me and saddens my heart that sinks when I see the masses uh, so happy just because of a, a soccer game that they won and not uh, standing up for uh, Palestine and specifically Jerusalem. The, the the issue of Jerusalem is not just a Palestinian issue. It's an Arab and Muslim uh, uh, issue that is, goes straight to the heart of our national and strategic uh, uh, Security. It's it's an, an issue of national security and regional security, and the the, the grand state of Israel or the, the ambitions of Israel is, as we all know, the Zionist narrative has it from the river Euphrates till the river Nile. This is the the assumed or uh, the dream of the state of Israel to be connected from the between the two rivers, and if if we think for a moment that our people um, uh, could accept that. Uh, That would be the end of it. However, people won't accept that, but there's little that has been done on the grassroots level. Yesterday, I was in a meeting uh, between uh, political parties in Egypt that had issued uh, uh, a uh, press release uh, against uh, President Donald Trump's um, statements and has warned the consequences of such a decision in erupting uh, more uh, and in destabilizing the Middle East further.
1: Ahmed Najib, uh, a news analyst and political commentator from Cairo. Thank you very much for being with Thank us today. You.
0: God bless you and God bless Palestine.
1: And uh, here is a message I have received uh, on my social media account uh, from Rinad, seven year old Egyptian girl. Al-Quds <laughs> for Al-Quds Jerusalem is the capital of Palestine. Jerusalem is ours. With this, uh, we've come to the end of this week's episode of Palestine. Remembered. Uh, we spoke with Leila Ode from Jerusalem and Ahmed Najib from Cairo about uh, the Trump's um, infamous declaration of uh, Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. We will come back to this uh, topic uh, definitely with more coverage next episode. So until then, have a great time and salam. i so-
2: news dear listener it's that time of year we once again are selling two delicious wines generously donated by local winemaking star and 3cr supporter luke lambert at 17.50 these wines are a super bargain labeled especially for us and they're even cheaper by the dozen or half dozen perfect as a gift or to fill a raised glass to toast 3cr at those summer
0: festivities Give us a call on 9419 8377 to order. Or you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash shop.
2: Wines are available for collection from 3CR up until December 22. Ain't no mountain high enough to keep me from them.